Today is Wednesday, September 29th. My thoughts are on the Marvel Cinematic Universe. You know, I brought this up yesterday where Martin Scorsese said that the MCU was not cinema. Now, you know, I kind of went into detail about that, but not enough, I felt like. Not in terms of Martin Scorsese thinking that the MCU is not cinema, but my thoughts on it now as the Infinity Saga is over and we're moving on to Phase 4. I've been a really big fan of the series since I've seen the first Avengers. Even if you didn't know who they were, I didn't know who any of them were when I first saw the first Avengers. But after watching it, you the first Avengers movie is so special because it works so freaking well. I only knew who Iron Man was, to be, to be honest. I think we all can agree that that is an amazing movie. Sure, it has its flaws right now in this time period, but it's it's still an amazing freaking movie. Now that I look back at the MCU and forward, um, I feel like I'm starting to lose my interest in it. I, the biggest reason I feel like is it the the buildup is kind of gone, right? They've done kind of a big thing when they decided to snap half the universe. They, I mean, how much bigger does it get than the universe, right? There's the multiverse, and there's like the quantum realm, but it's not the same, right? And there's several things that bug me now about the MCU that before I would be like, okay, this is fine, especially phase one. Phase one was was fine for what it was. They were still trying to find their footing. Phase two was about the same. Phase three, they kind of got their momentum. But after watching certain plots and certain movies, like all the Disney, I watched all the Disney Plus shows and the, the latest movies that came out. I think I was a little disappointed because there are several things that the MCU does that just really bug the heck out of me. I think one of the biggest ones is where they do this like main villain, then this small villain. Ant-Man and the Wasp is like the best example where the, what, what was the villain's name? Night Shift, I think. Uh, or Ghost. See, I, I kind of forget the name. And then there's like this evil bad guy who is part of a criminal organization. And he just hogs up like 20 minutes of screen time for no reason. And it's like a quote-unquote side thing that they're going to progress later on. Well, that's fine and dandy sometimes. They do it way too often. Why can't we just focus on one organization? Then there's the idea of there's been multiple organizations that are quote-unquote running the world. There, I think Shang-Chi did this. S.H.I.E.L.D. did it. That was the first time in Captain America, uh, The Winter Soldier, where I think that also worked. Then there's like the Eternals. The whole idea of 
we've been here this whole time. We just know we're interrupted. It's getting kind of dry. You can only do that so many times. There, oh, the Black Widow program too. It's still here. It's been working undercover. How many times can you do this before these organizations clash with one another? How has that never happened? Then there's the Marvel Third Act. It just so played out and cliche at this point. The good guy goes against the bad guy that has similar powers to them. They're just different colors. Why? Um, I think I, I think I uh, remember hearing that the director for I believe Thor: The Dark World did not pick up that second film because it had already pre-written the third act. But she, they wanted her to direct the first and second act, but they wanted to do something different for the third act. It just it just kind of played out, right? Like a big CGI fight is not particularly interesting to me anymore. Now, there's clearly times and moments for that that have been earned, but it doesn't feel like like establishing the character in their first movie really requires that. What is up with these, their, the, the bad guy is trying to take over the world. Well, shouldn't the Avengers always be called on that? There needs to be a little bit more groundness in these movies. I think that Shang-Chi did an excellent job with the character. Uh, the father, um, I believe the, the, the actor is Tony. I forgot his last name, but he did an amazing job as the father. I'm like, wow, this is actually an interesting character. And then they freaking, spoiler alert, they kill him off. It's like Marvel loves to do that. Like, what you just gave me someone that's actually interesting and that's just not a bad guy for the sake of being a bad guy. It's it's always, oh, we got to take over the world. Uh, just, please, like, just call the Avengers and do a one-two on that. Then there's the idea that, you know, the Eternals. Uh, I'm, I'm excited to watch it, to be honest, but I'm also worried Worried because there's like 10 characters. What phase, what phase one did really well, apparently I can't talk, was that they everyone got one movie or three movies to establish them. Sure, there were no crossovers, there were no small cameos, but it just felt a little bit more organic. We're focusing on one character. We'll introduce another one. Winter Soldier does this in a great way. There was Bucky and the Falcon. Then there was uh, War Machine in Thor 2. I think Thor 2 and I don't even remember Thor 3. Nobody remembers Thor 2. Then Thor 3. We got Valkyrie and Loki. Everybody loves Loki. Not, not only that, but I think that the Infinity Saga, we, knew, we all knew about it, right? There was build-up. There was characters. There was the reason that this character is important is because of this reason. There were, sure, there were some flops, you know. We all have, you know, you can't be home run after home run like Michael Jordan. It doesn't make any sense. He's a basketball player. But you get what I'm saying. 
the Infinity Saga felt so constructed, so well earned. Let, let's also talk about. Uh, actually, I'll leave this for another time. We're gonna rank the Avengers movies some other time. But I think that the moment that that was like, wow, this is so well earned. The the moment that this happened, that I felt like, wow, this worked so well, was. Avengers Infinity War. Like you see the crossover, the pacing, the tones, whether they talk with one another. When when Doctor Strange meets Tony Stark, the Guardians of the Galaxy interact. There was some magic because you've been on the ride for 10 years and now they all meet and interact and it's beautifully paced and there's action. The action's well-deserved. Then we move on to Endgame. Uh, just a little spoiler. Endgame's not my favorite movie. And I think that's a very controversial opinion. I don't think it's the the first best movie or the second. But we'll leave that for another time. Then, then that last hour of Avengers Endgame, man, it's just so beautifully crafted. I've never felt more like, wow, it's all well earned. This one hour of pure... controlled chaos every moment everybody gets their scene their power-ups it it felt well earned and well deserved now we know what's coming next right and a lot of these new phase four characters are just not the same is that a sense of nostalgia is that a sense of you know being having fatigue for the reason that I explained or or just Marvel kind of playing it safe. I think it's Marvel playing a little too safe lately. I think that the advantages that the DC movies have, even though they're not doing so hot right now or ever, um, was that DC always felt like it had a more mature tone to their stories, right? I mean, you have really great stories with Iron Man. I think uh, Devil in a Bottle, where he becomes an alcoholic, is a excellent story. And it was somewhat transmitted into the second Iron Man, which was kind of a mess in itself. You have really great stories from Captain America and Thor, Unworthy Thor. But those characters, except for Thor, right, is they're not with us. And... Also, in that last end of Infinity of uh, Endgame, like Tony Stark sacrificing himself felt so 360. We knew who he was from the star. We've been there for 10 years, just like Thor and Black Widow. But now we have to start all over. <clears throat> and, you know, I just don't think that, or I don't know if this next phase and Phase 4, 5, and 6 are for me. They might be for the next generation, which I'm completely fine. I just remember that opening night being there. And like the crowd screaming and cheering. And the moment where Captain America lifts the... Lifts Molgir? The hammer, basically. Uh, It's like... It's it's well-earned. It's a beautiful moment. And you hear people screaming and they're connected and... They feel excited about something, and that's the best part about this. I thought about 
Star Wars. Like, is this what it was like to see Star Wars on opening day? And you didn't know what was coming, but it was a whole universe of interesting characters and places that your imagination could take you. And I think that's what that last hour of Endgame was, too. Will people feel that? I hope so. Will things get better? Hopefully. But right now, I am in a Marvel fatigue mode. And I'm hopeful that they try something new. So that's it for right now. I hope you continue on listening. You can follow me on Twitter, YouTube, and your podcast of choice by searching up Isaac Mihangos. Bye.